Are you a relentless creative that is having limiting beliefs or self-sabotaging patterns stopping you from living your life? What if you could tap into your creativity on command without having any doubt, hesitation, or fear? How would your life be different? What if you could turn your creative dreams into tangible projects by removing any mental blocks? If you want to become a relentless creative or stay a relentless creative, then listen to this podcast, Curing Broke, as we go through mindset tips and strategies to create the life that you want and start fueling your future. My name is Douglas Bedford, and I'm your host, the Curing Broke podcast for relentless creatives. Welcome to the first episode of the Curing Broke podcast. My name is Douglas Bedford, and in today's episode, we are going to go through my origin story. How did I get to this point to where I'm talking to you now? If you didn't check out in the first part of the podcast, I'm a mindset coach that helps creatives get past any self-sabotage or limiting beliefs that get in the way of them using their creativity to get to the next point of their life. We're always just one step away of getting to the life that we want and there's self-sabotage that happens that keep us like stuck and held back from exactly where we need to go. And for me, that was the case. Uh, before the pandemic, a couple of years before that, I was a pretty good bartender on the West Coast in Northern California, and I did pretty well for myself. Outside of the bar, I got into a bartending competition that allowed me to travel all throughout the United States, have my drinks featured in awesome magazines, was a part of a, a cool community of bartenders that are really pushing the creative field when it came to bartending. The only challenge that I had was I didn't actually own any of my intellectual property. The more I created, the more I got to travel, but the less I actually had to call my own. Unless, of course, I decided to own a bar or become like a sales rep or something like that. But those things, like, didn't make me feel free. They didn't feel connected to who I was years before that. I gave up drinking. So the whole uh, nightlife that came with bartending kind of I started to shy away from. And I wanted to focus more on health. Also, uh, there was a lot of things happening to where I was connecting with like wanting to create more outside of things when it came to like building websites or even like the the process behind bringing people into uh, your world online uh, marketing copywriting things like that it really sparked an interest in me and i wanted to explore that more especially since i had so much free time when it came to bartending so fast forward to late 2018 uh, right before new year's around summertime I had the opportunity to uh, leave California and go to another country, Costa Rica, and I just dove in. I just realized that like life only happens once and I need to do something immediately if I wanted my life to change. So I sold everything or put it in storage, moved to Costa Rica with a skill set of being able to design websites and uh, just went for it and kind of had like a loose idea of how to make money. Uh, didn't quite pan out the way I wanted it to. Uh, I had a job lined up 
uh, bartending, of course, in Costa Rica. But one thing about that is, you don't the cost of living to Costa Rica, you can't really, um, how should I say, uh, live that way being a bartender in in that country. Maybe there are people that can, but I wasn't able to. So uh, that dried up pretty quickly. And um, I had the opportunity to build a website for a neighbor that I thought that was going to be really great. And that all fell apart. And there's times when you, you have to take a leap. You have to take a bet on yourself because you see you have a vision or you have a new identity that you want to become. And it's only you that believes in it. Or, and there's only you that can actually get you to that next level. And you will make that bet. You will make that leap. And you'll have different trials, um, you know. And there's trials by, there's this book that I read. Amazing. I'll put it in the show notes while I was in Costa Rica. And there's having a trial by, like, everyone hears about having a trial by water. But there's a trial by fire. But there's three other trials. There's a trial by water, trial by air, and a trial by fire. And when we're having that different trials, we're going down different lanes, different processes that people haven't gone, uh, gone through. And the trial by water is like, you know, swimming out there and like, you know, that someone else has gone down that path, but you're swimming so far out there that you're not planning to come back to the shore. You're just trial by fire. Of course, it's just like burning everything down like there's just no going back and that's where the pain finally happens the third one is trial by air and i might be butchering these and using them for my own purposes but for you it's making sense i just know it is but trial by air is the transformation of being able to you swam out you burnt everything and now like you're in that full transformation and there's a pain point that has to happen what i'm trying to get to and I knew that, like, if I put myself out there, if I just pushed, that there would be a trial by error at some point. But you have to keep moving forward. You have to burn who you are to become who you're supposed to be. And then finally experience that lightness that can happen if you believe in yourself. So that's what I did. I made the decision to go through the painful parts so I can enjoy the good parts. And it took a, a long time. Uh, the website that I built for that person, I wasn't able to, um, the files, there's a WordPress website and the files I wasn't able to transfer over to the other person's server. So a 3K project just went up and went up in smoke, as you should say, trial by fire, right? But from that low point, I focused on all the talents that I was able to muster because I pushed myself so hard to build that website, I knew how to build a website. So you have to just repurpose sometimes your ideas. Sometimes failure, it's not failure, but it is a repositioning. It's a, a opportunity to learn. So my opportunity to learn was to then take that, that process on Upwork. And I became a freelancer and found immediate success, but I had to learn how to sell. And there's a difference between selling and marketing. And all these 
times you listen to gurus tell you about like you know just market to put yourself out there you could put yourself out there you could get attention but once you get that attention you have to then know how to let that person know that you can solve their problem well one you can let them know their problem exists two that you can solve their problem and three like what does that future look like with you and that comes with having like of course uh, inner leadership to where people can feel your confidence because when they can you're able to influence and influence is something that a lot of creatives especially ones that i work with shy away from because they feel like they're manipulating somebody or they're like they're tricking someone and that's the easy way out you're not going through your trial by fire if you don't confront who you are so that you can save the people that need your service. And the only way that you can do that is having leadership, and leadership is influence to lead. So being able to lead, you have to have that strong inner leadership. And that comes from, one, holding yourself accountable, but two, being able to actualize your identity of knowing who you want to become. For me, like I had to burn who I was in order to become who I needed to become. So you have to ask yourself, like, what are you holding on to now that's not allowing you to become who you're supposed to be? Because when you can identify that, you can put that person in a category or shelf and starting to separate that from that person just a little bit. Then you can allow the identity that you're supposed to become. You, be, you can become completely obsessed with becoming that person. You can see that person. You can hear what that person sounds like. You can even start feeling what it would be like to be that person, breathing as that person would breathe. And once you start to embody that person, start to step into that person's skin, you can then start making decisions as, as that person. And now you're fully transforming. And that's a power that you need, that you have to have in order to, again, influence other people into coming into your world as a creative. And once you do that once, you just build that confidence. And so, so for me, I was able to like sell people into one of my programs uh, when I was on Freelancer to this one woman to help her build a website to help. Uh, women in their between their second and third trimester to have the best pregnancy ever to also working with a fitness instructor that wanted to generate leads for his business and I realized like I just have this connection with creative people and not so much with businesses in itself granted businesses are ran by people but creative people that are right on the edge of making a transformation in their life because I walked in those shoes Anyway, so I went from that to doing okay for myself while I was in a different country to coming back to America. And then uh, finally deciding, did I want to go back to California or to Washington, D.C.? I decided Washington, D.C. And then from there, I got the opportunity to work with a personal development company as a coach. And that's where things really changed because I realized how important believing yourself in transformation is. There's some people that I worked with that didn't believe in themselves and their businesses were stuck. 
there's other people that I worked with that were making like 10, 20, $100,000 a month. And the only difference between the two was a belief, like one moving towards a future and then another one just trying to either stay where they're at, like really trying to stay where they're at, or being stuck in the past. And when you're just focused on the future, you begin to fuel it. And when you get to fuel your future with the idea of who you are be- or who that you who you know already know that you are because you're so connected to your mission, life just opens up differently for you for people like that. And if you want to be a person like that, have to connect to your future purpose. And so when I started working with those people, I realized like I really need to hone that skill. So um, I start working with different NLP coaches on top of the coaches I was working with at the company that was at. And it just opened my mind to how you can use language, how you can go inside someone's mind and see the belief that they have and how they replay it in their mind and being able to just change it in a way to where they're able to have that identity shift as you don't have to change your environment so drastically like I did when I dropped everything, burnt everything down to move to Costa Rica to have my trial by fire. But you can skip that. You know, you can maybe have your trial by water by just reaching out and working with somebody, but then having your trial by air of just being able to transform because like you have all the resources already inside you. You just have to shift your belief, your perspective, in order to do that and as as we have this thing when it comes to boundaries when it comes to criticism when it comes to being able to connect to our mission and sometimes right there's some creatives that are natural at some of these things but some of us will follow people because there's a security that comes with following right and even though there's security security does not equal freedom Freedom equals freedom. If you focus on your freedom first, then you're able to get security. But if you focus on security, you end up giving up your freedom for that. And once you kind of just have that shift, then you realize, like, in order to get that life that you want, you have to let go of the things that don't serve you anymore. And what are you willing to let go in order to have the life that you want? And... For me, I let go a lot of things because I had a vision of the life that I wanted. So for you, that's something to think about. So anyway, I was working with coaches, working in a coaching company, and a different trial by fire happened. They generated, the company that I worked for uh, generated a ton of leads through Facebook, and that was their only source of leads. When I say leads, uh, that means clients coming in. Uh, if you if you're going to have a company, like you have to have customers. If you're going to have a, a team of people, you're always going to have to have new people coming in. And this was during the time where Apple and Facebook issue and Facebook ads uh, just cost a lot. And they let go. The company I was working for uh, just let go of their workforce and. I was just like stuck. I was like, what do I do next? Uh, they, they let me go. They, how do they frame it? Uh, they framed the call as future visions 
of growth. That was the name of the call. Then uh, I talked to the owner. I talked to the wife. Really good people. Um, I still consider them friends. It's just that like numbers have to add up, and I totally respect that. Uh, just from uh, just doing numbers of uh, other things that I ran before, and uh, they let me go, and um, I felt good about it, honestly, just because I had developed a skill. I knew that I wanted to start something for myself. Also seeing the inside of a coaching company, I knew the things that I wanted to do for myself and things that I didn't want to do um, for other people. And one thing is you have to know who you can serve because you can't serve absolutely everybody. And if you or just work with a handful of people, you can create massive change in their lives. And when you do, that has the most value ever. And so for me, I just knew that I wanted to work with a handful of people. And the people that I identify with are creative type people. Like I can talk to business people. Like, you know, I, I know business pretty well. But there's just something about a creative first person. It's just on the edge of creating this light that, that can change people's lives they just have to figure out like one do they have that inner leadership two can they connect to their real mission and three do they have the courage to connect to other people those are the three things that i help people with and those are the things that i'm good at and that's what i want to do uh with maybe you if you're listening so that's pretty much my origin story of how i got to where i was at on the next episode, I'm going to talk about uh, the origin of my coaching program, which I kind of got into, uh, Field Future, and how it helps people uh, get through their gaps. So that's all for now. If you want to know a little bit more about me, feel free to reach out. Just send me an email at hello at curingbro, or go to, of course, my website, www.curingbroke.com. Or find me on Instagram at Curing Broke or on YouTube at Curing Broke. And just reach out and I look forward to speaking to you soon. Um, until next time. Or should I do a real sign off? This is Douglas Bedford from Curing Broke. I really appreciate you listening today. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Until next time. <laughs>